Hello and welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast. I am Gavril and this is the sound of my lungs attempting to reach escape velocity from the earthly confines of my ribcage. This is, of course, as always, Mr. Chris. Hello. And Mr. Kevin. Hello. Last week they talked about stuff. This week we'll be having a bit of a general discussion, mostly about stuff, about stuff, and other stuff. There will be no song transition this week. I am too full of Dayquil and Musinex to think straight. How are you doing, gentlemen? I feel like death. You and me both, brother. (laughs) Um, So, uh, Chris, what's your week been like, buddy? Um, It's been okay. Uh, Our raid group is deciding that we're going to take a break. Um, Now that it's uh, the end of the expansion, um, we're looking to start up again in June. Uh, getting prepped for battle at that point. Okay, okay. They actually kind of like just uh, sort of giving yourself a little bit of time. Well, when it got it got to the point where people just weren't showing up, so I was like, okay, it's got to that point now, so we might as well just take our raid break now. We were planning on doing it maybe uh, later in April, but we'll just do it now. People are getting bored at that point now, so we'll do it now. Yeah, um, that's totally fair. That's a it's a way to do it at least it's it's better than just constantly throwing yourself at it and hoping that you know people don't hate it mm-hmm. um we i am getting back into star trek online uh prepping for the summer expansion release it's going to be built around ds9 so i'm excited for that it seems to be a big renaissance for deep space nine i think it what did it did it's what 25th anniversary recently uh, I want to um, say yes for DS9. Yeah, I, I think it hit its 25th anniversary, and like, there's been uh, my f- my goddamn news feed on my phone. I looked up Star Trek. I looked up something for Star Trek DS9 at one point for like a trivia, like a piece of trivia or something, and now it's just like updates about the 25th anniversary of Star Trek Online, updates about the 25th anniversary of Star Trek, uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and all this other stuff, and it's just been hilarious just because my feed is nothing but Star Trek. <laughs> Um, Welcome to Star Star Trek cast. Mm. Uh, yeah, so what's your favorite series, Chris? Oh, Voyager, 100%. Voyager was a fantastic oh. series. I really liked it. Uh, a lot of people don't, but I really do. Now, Kevin, if you want to keep complaining, we can definitely turn this into a Star oh, Trek okay. cast. We can, can turn this into this a Star Trek out. cast, no problem. Yes, <laughs> I was very good, Stone. Yes, I, I didn't like it. It was horrible. I bet you liked Babylon mm. 5. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> That's a yes. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, here's the storm. I've been healing my butt off with Strykov and Lucio and just getting back into that because I stopped playing for a little bit and I started to suck again and I want to get back into it again. So I'm jumping back into Heroes. And a crap ton of D&D still every week. I love it. It's so fun. Um, yeah. Uh, D&D has been a lot of entertaining fun for you, I know, uh, mm. because you and Nikolai are really enjoying our campaign, apparently, for some reason, considering it's all just thrown together uh, last second. Um, but I know you are also got, like, what, three or four other campaigns? I've got two other campaigns, one's on a break while uh, we sort out time to actually sit down and do it. Um, but I've got one other campaign where I'm a Half elf revised ranger, and mm-hmm. I've got uh, another campaign where I'm. Well, I was a Ganassi monk, uh, and then you died. 
And then I kicked the bucket because so- cause someone refused to heal me after I was knocked unconscious and the fight finished and failed my death saves. Um, and now I'm a tiefling druid. Because fuck that asshole. Fig- now you gotta figure out how you all are, and how you're getting uh, introduced to the campaign. Oh, it's already started that. Already started that. I'm a local. Good. Uh, and I was walking around a market and I wild shaped into a cat to walk around. Uh, as I was leaving, and the the warlock the warlock decided to just walk up and pick me up. Well, there you go. That was very weird. So I knocked him out. <laughs> Good shit, Mister Kevin. What's your week been like, buddy? Oh, oh, hi. Um, hi, yeah. Cleared heroic Antorus again. Hey, that was good. hey, congratulations. Um, I won't get into the drama, but we cleared it. Um. I have been flipping a lot of old mining mats on the auction house. I've noticed since, um, you know, we've, you know, since a lot of people have been starting alts, I've noticed that mining mats at the lower level are like being sold for way under value from what it typically is. And um, I've been helping or I've been noticing that making some flips and making a lot of gold, both for my main and for my, um, alt on the Horde side, which is um, a High Mountain Tauren Warrior. The only real money in old mining mats is um, Trillium. Is is mostly Trillium and Ghost Iron. Yep. I'm I'm talking about making three grand on like tin ore and copper ore and gold ore and silver ore. It's crazy right now. Uh, if you want to make money, go to Mists. And just mine trillium. I'm, you know I'm not out there. I'm not there yet because that's what you need for the goblin mount. Uh, well, it's for a lot of shit. It's for a lot of really good transmog pieces yep. and uh, the goblin skybow mount thing. Yep. Whatever the one that okay. lets you herb while you're on it. Yep. Because cool. um, that's living steel transmutes, um, mm-hmm. which is how I usually, if I really need like a quick infusion of cash, I will do trans- living steel transmutations. My death mount was the favorite of my guild because I made that for everybody. I made that mount for everybody at cost. Nice. So that's uh, been cool. Mm-hmm. And then as we'll talk about later on in listener feedback, I've been doing some fishing, trying to get the octopus mount, which you can get from Legion at Hope's Landing. Um, it's like a one in two thousand chance. It's pretty, it's it's horrible. But um, been starting that farm. Um, also played a little bit of Heroes of the Storm last night with Vincent Minucci, and oh my god, he actually plays video games. I was gonna say he lives. Yeah, well, it was like um one in the morning or two in the morning, so. I forced him to play video games with me. Worst thing is, I was awake at that time. I I couldn't sleep last night, so I could have joined you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that would have been 5 or 6 a.m. for you. Yep, I was awake. 7 or 8. So, yeah, doing that. Not as much Warframe this week, but I did hit 50 days in Warframe, so that's like a milestone, I guess. That's that's one of the Um, first milestones you'll hit. I think it's a small package of crap that you get. I did get a small package of crap. Uh, So, yeah been doing that but um yeah when you're homesick fishing is definitely a cool thing oh i i totally forgot to mention too while i was homesick the one day i did um the postmaster achievement 
which was it gets you the toy that can summon a mailbox. You did the LB um, achievement? Yeah, I did the mm. LB achievement. So Making sure. Yeah. Now I've got the postmaster title, the mount, and then I also found out that you get a uh heirloom upgrade from it. So that was cool. Don't you also get a mail elemental from it? I think so. Yes. You do get a pet, I think. Yes. So it's literally called a mail elemental. And yeah, and then at the end you can sell it you can sell back the item and you know it's going for like eleven to fifteen grand right now. Oh, the lost mail really that you need to start the quest. But I don't really the mailbox is the mailbox is definitely helpful. I don't really care about that kind of shit. I'm a nightborn, I don't need a mailbox. I mean, for alts, it's cool. Yeah. Um, I have been dealing with Spaceman AIDS. Mm-hmm. My Beastman oh, Spaceman wow. AIDS deep in my lungs for the last five days. So Which I have not been doing much of anything. Amazing, because last week we said you, yeah. were, uh, you were abducted by aliens and getting probed. <laughs> I, I have Space AIDS now, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely space aids. It's probably some kind of a, that. yeah. No, yeah. I don't. I didn't. I no. I've always called. I've always called. Anytime I'm sick, it's always space aids or beastman aids. Specifically, so, Gavril was off getting his butt probe near Jupiter. Yep. And I was in the I was in the gravity well of the Jovian super planet. Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure. No, uh, I, it, it's always been something that I do, and I don't know why. Um, I, I it, if I'm sick, I either have beastman aids or I have space aids. So, did you have to take time off work? No, I went to work. I have to oh, go to work. I don't have. A, I got I got bills to pay, son. Fuck that. <laughs> exactly. I got fucking bills to pay, and I'm trying to buy a house. I ain't got no choice in that matter. I gotta go. I'm just glad I'm second a four four day weekend. Yeah, fuck nice. you. I get a two day weekend. Whatever. Yeah, me too. Public holidays oh. for health centers. <clears throat> All right. Listener yeah, yeah, feedback. Yeah. Listener goddamn feedback. What do we have? Mm, uh, so, Gmail. We did yeah. get something from uh, the lovely Alessander. Uh, she said, uh, this is in regards to the comment I made last week about the blood elf eyes, the gold eyes. Uh, blood elves are getting gold eyes. Uh, and the elves, this would be a huge deal. But for blood elves, it uh, means nothing because they have a glow. Uh, from their magic addiction abuse that washes out their eye color. Uh, a golden eyed glow probably just means that they've been feeding on the sun well hard enough to replace the green with the energy of the light. To Turalian's eyes uh, flash golden glow during the Scars cinematic, uh, as well as from a gold to brown, as to assume the gold glow comes from the Naru energy. Yes, mm-hmm. I fucked up last week. I mistakenly said that uh, I, I I was talking about the Ashara and Illidan, which is night elves. That made sense, but yes, I screwed up last week. So apologies you for that. You stupid fucker! You useless sack of shit! You know what? I was on a lot of painkillers for my back, so you know what? Where I was abusing <laughs> opioids. Where? <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, I screwed up last week. It, it, it's nothing to do with the destiny thing that the night elves have. It'd be a huge deal if the night elves had it. This is something that should have happened as Chris and I were discussing before, the sh- as Gavril and I were discussing before the show. Uh, this should have happened not not like too long wrath. after BC and Wrath. This should have happened because that's when 
the night world was infused with light magic from Valen. Not the night world, the sun world was infused with light magic from Valen and purifying it. So this should have happened a long time ago. This is just finally happening, essentially. Yep. Yep, so that's dumb as fuck, and that sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but then, so you have to then assume that uh, because of, well, then why weren't the high elves, why didn't the high elves originally have like purple eyes since, you know, the Sunwell was, you know, light plus arcane in the beginning? Uh, then why do high elves have like light blue eyes? To indicate they're high elves? <laughs> yeah, but shouldn't their eyes be like all purpley or yellowy purpley? Yeah, kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that one, okay? I'm just wondering <laughs> if anyone out there cares. It is actually a very intriguing lore question. Why is that? That shouldn't be the case. Let's ask if their eyes are if their eyes are infused with the color of whatever magic they're using to sustain themselves. Uh, it should be like because the original Sunwell was a font of arcane and light power, of radiant and uh, arcane power, um, which it seemed to have like more of a uh, a radiant kind of uh, a arcane kind of tint, but we don't know exactly. Um, <clears throat> Uh, Chronicle 3, wink wink, does mention that uh, the Sunwell is a font of arcane and light-based power. So, Well, if you, if you mash up purple and yellow, do you not kind of get a little bit of a light blue? No, you don't. I don't know. I don't do colors. You don't. Ah, Twitter! Thank you, Allie! Well, we appreciate <laughs> the feedback and telling Chris that he's a dumbass, and I really appreciate being able to call him out, so thank you. Right, moving on to Twitter, we had one uh, tweet from Gamer Checks who says, I wonder how many times I can thank you for the shout out and get re-mentioned in the show. It's like shout out Inception. Fuck you. You suck. You're not getting a shout out. <laughs> Fuck you. You did not just get a shout out for shouting out the show and being thanked for it. Yeah. Fuck you. There you go. Shit, the exact opposite of what you wanted just happened. There you go. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> save, save that for your outgoing voicemail. Um, next is Arlie eighty uh, two. She says, "Just because oh God, you a million things. Just because you won the Mythic Plus tournament doesn't mean you should get a free pass into the next one." I disagree with that. I think if you won the last time, you should be reinvited and you should have a chance to play. Um, because that's who you're trying to beat. You know, that's who everyone's gunning for for the entire year. But- if it's a completely different setup the next time, like a completely different set of dungeons, that's a whole new set of things to go into. But it's not a whole new set of dungeons. Is it the exact same ones as it's last the same time? same ones. Yeah. Then yes, I feel like then, yeah, they probably should have reinvited the reigning champions. If they're keeping the same affixes and the same dungeon and the same mythic level and all that shit, yeah, they should definitely have reinvited the the team that won last year and had them as a high seed within I mean, it. for the next Invitational it will be different dungeons. It will be the Battle for Azeroth dungeons with the Battle for Azeroth affixes. So mm-hmm. don't invite them then. I and, and I'll, <clears throat> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to LB's Corner. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, go ahead. Moving on to the next one, she says... Volpira are 99.9% likely to be Horde because they are found on the Zandalari Island. Yep. Yeah, no, she, she's she's right. I've already run into them. Mm. Um, 
I severely doubt will actually because the thing is, Volpira are a whole new race. It's not yeah. an allied race. It's not like a derived from a existing race, as far as we know. It's very unlikely we will see them anytime soon, unless they are just going to start introducing like brand new entire races in the allied races system. The thing You're is, we need that, to remember like, the that models that- are the same. Yeah, the thing, the thing is, when they said that they're going to be using the same storage system for all NPC races in the future going forward, as they do for allied races, because it is a better system than what they were using. So, they're releasing them with the expansions? Um, no, they're putting them in the same folders. They're putting them in the same folders as they would the allied races and other playable races, just because it is a better Mm -hmm. storage system and is a better way to get more detail. That doesn't mean we're going to get everything that is now in a, that is now in that same storage system as an allied race. Uh, I don't know. I it, Blizzard's done weirder shit in the past. Like people are going ape shit about this, so maybe three expansions in, we'll get um, fog of the Volpira, and you know, <laughs> we'll get Volpira as a race. Oh, don't get me wrong. I think eventually we'll get them as a race. I just don't think it'll be anytime soon. Yeah. Mm. Valid point. And yeah. I do agree with her. It is more likely that they will be Horde because of their link to the Zandalari Isle and the Zandalari. So. I, I think if they have everything in the same storage system, it's going to allow them to choose what has become popular in the community and release that as an allied race. That's my thought process there. It gives uh, it, them more the, options. Like, no, literally the storage system is just like how the model in the, well, it used to be the MPQ files and everything. It's just how the models are stored within your data folders. Okay. But I'm assuming that they're using the same builder or a similar no, builder. All, all they're doing is like, the, like all this Volpira stuff is coming from, uh, data mining of the, uh, of the, of the mesh files. Of the mesh and model viewer files. That's all this Vulpira stuff is from. Okay. It's, they're storing them the same way that they stored the four allied races that are playable. Gotcha. But they've said they're going to be doing that for all NPC races in the future. Because it makes more sense from a back end. As a back end solution, it makes more sense. Yep. All right. So moving on, nonlinear raid progression paths also help to keep a raid from feeling like it's getting boring and gives you a variety of in your order of doing things. Yep, completely agree. Uh, Ulduar was a great example of this, and we're seeing more of that as we progress through as we progress through Legion. I mean, I don't Ulduar think I... was still on rails, but you had a choice. It was a theme park as opposed to a bullet train. Yeah, you had to kill... Like, you didn't have to kill two of the bosses in the first part. Yeah, There was four bosses in the first section. You only had to kill two of them. There was two... There were there was three bosses in the second section. You only had to kill two of them. Uh, four. You're missing uh Oriaya. No, I'm counting her. Uh, wait. Yeah, the the council, yeah, yeah, yeah. the arm Thor? guy, and the Catwoman. There was three, and you only had to kill okay, two. Okay, council, arm guy, Catwoman. Okay, yeah, no, I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about the keepers because she's like technically in with the keepers. Also, she's technically part of the keepers, but she wasn't part of that section. And then you had the yeah, four. She was because she literally pats around in front yeah, of but them. Not for the achievement. Not for the achievement, no, correct. Uh, and then you had the keepers uh, that you had to kill all of them. Uh, so everything mm-hmm. after Catwoman, you have to kill. Yep. 
anything before that, there was um, there was definitely a choice in what you kill and if you don't have to. But with the Keepers, you, you had a choice of which order you killed them in. And we see a lot more of that in all the Legion raids. There's definitely I remember less linear. doing progression, and our guild didn't need anything from Cat Lady. <laughs> so we didn't do Cat Lady. We yeah, just we like, her, like once. <laughs> wandered around her and like made sure she was padding on the other side of the room. We did her once for the achievement, and no one wanted to do her again because we didn't need any of them from her. She was she she dropped nothing good. She had some decent. I think it was priest stuff, but I think beyond that, there really wasn't anything else. I had I got on the first kill of her, so I didn't need it after that, <laughs> and I was the only so, yeah. priest in my guild. So yeah, the <laughs> non-linear progression paths are very interesting. Or uh, mm-hmm. theme park style raids are more interesting yeah. than uh, straight. You know, uh, linear and then roller coaster style. 100%. Cool. All right. And finally, the last thing she says was wiping all night on a boss fight is a drag. There does need to be a limit, but not a time limit. Uh, no, fuck that. We used to set time limits to our fucking raids because we did have kids in our raid group and things like that. So, yeah, yeah, we we always set fucking time limits. Like, uh, our raids go from 7.30 till 10. Uh, so till ten thirty, and that's it. We were very firm on that. We well, were very, what, very firm. On what that. I was mentioning was it should be a time limit that is less than the overall time of like we started this time, we ended this time. If you're wiping on a boss, it shouldn't be that full duration. If it's no, two, it should three, be that full duration. Hours. Well, depends. If you're making any kind of progress, it should be the full duration. If every if every you, time you're learning something and making progress, you should be keep, you should keep going. If you're Swiping at the same thing every time, not making any progress, the same people are dying, and there's no way to get past that at that point. Then yeah, call it. But oh no, we never did. We were we were fucking stubborn about it. Oh, so are we? we. Were, so are we? Like uh, Vaj, Vaj, because we always have somebody who wasn't in the right position. Oh my god! Or the tainted core. <laughs> somebody would always be in the wrong position for the tainted core, and we would wipe on tainted core. For which is. Coven this, for Coven this expansion, we spent, uh, we actually extended our raid by an extra hour one night because we were determined to kill this bitch. Um, uh, and we didn't get, we didn't get really much further than 50%, uh, for like the first hour and a half to two hours. But then things just clicked and we killed the bitch that night. It was a three hour raid over our normal two, but we stuck at it. We're deter, we, we were stubborn as fuck. No, oh, I feel like we get worse over time because people get tired. Oh no, uh, yeah, we we had those fights where we wiped at like ninety percent, but <laughs> <laughs> we killed it that night, so I was happy. Right. Moving on to Elby's corner, he said that his point last week was that it's called a Mythic Plus Invitational, but having the teams qualify means that they're really not inviting anyone. You have to qualify in order to join the the thing. Yeah, yeah, if it's a kind if, of, if it's an invitational, you get to just show up. If it's a qualifier, you so no, don't call it an invitational. I get that. I understand that. Yeah, and I agreed with that because it's like an invitational would be like, oh, they look over everybody's uh, scores over the course of the season, and then they invite the best teams. They they invite the best players in the world or invite whatever. them to qualify. No, because no, they you invite them literally. Literally, an invitational is you invite them and then they play. Yep, there is no qualifier for an invitational. You just so, show up. 
qual- typically the inv- the qualifier for an invitational is the preceding season. Why don't they just call it a Mythic Plus tournament then? That's what they should have called it. But That's what they should have called it. But they're calling mm. it an invitational, which it isn't an invitational because they're not inviting people. Yeah, because it's like uh, you have to qualify to get into it, and then you're like you're technically invited when you qualify, and then you know you go through the tournament bracket and everything. But still, I, I like picky nomenclature. It's just it's it's yeah, it's just picky nomenclature about it. It's yeah. being grammar Nazis. Okay. Well, this is not unlike LB to make a point like that. All right, yep. <laughs> moving on to I Discord. Uh, we had someone join our Discord, Kalika. Um, she joined when her boyfriend told her about. Uh, the show after I mentioned it to her boyfriend while I was fishing next to him trying to get the um uh whatchamacallit mount the uh, uh <laughs> octopus mount something something anti tentacle fun time yeah so um she said that she is a druid mate uh in a casual raiding guild called the octopus club so shout outs to the octopus club they're cool people um on Dalaran server US yeah, that's so, your server, right? Yes, it is. Yep. Well, that's why I saw I just, him because he was sitting there fishing <laughs> next to me. And um, she says that on Twitch and on stream, her name is uh, Calithorn, uh, K-A-L-I Thorn. So check her out, and thanks for joining the Discord. Welcome. Welcome aboard. Um, and then there is a little bit of other kind of sort of. This isn't really a shout out that should have been in the news section, hmm. but uh, MMO Champion is actually branching into Heroes and Overwatch news, so it looks like they're kind of folding those sort of uh, those brands into the overall MMO Champion yeah. banner because there did um, used to be sites for them that mm-hmm. were ran through Curse, but they were shut yeah. down, and now they're br- now they've been folded into the MMO Champion. Uh, system and it's it's, it's actually it was, really uh, cool. If you just at the very top, you've got the the three logos: WoW, Heroes, and Overwatch. Click it; the whole site changes. Uh, for Heroes, it goes all purple. It's very cool. I love it. Very nice. Because uh, it used to be what Heroes Nexus and Overpone or something Overpone, like that. Overpone Heroes Nexus. Yep. Um, we did actually have some shoutouts. The uh, top countries over the last week: U.S. United Kingdom, Sweden, Canada, and Australia. Welcome to the top five, Sweden. A bork, a bork, a bork, good day, mate. I got some <laughs> of my guildies. It's probably just probably. Chris's guildies. And, Very uh, likely. Canada, it's just Hello. stone listening. Hello, his guildies. <laughs> you got spaceman aids. It's okay. Welcome, Stan. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the news, guys. Okay. Uh, real quick, we're just going to run in through. Chris, did you want to cover World of Warcraft real fast? Yes. Uh, so, first thing, Chronicles Volume 3 is available globally. So, uh, well, unless you're in the UK, because Amazon ran out. Um, if you are very interested in it, grab it from any local retailer, Amazon, wherever. It's, it covers uh, end, of, um, end of the Second War through to, uh, I, what, did, what did we say, Dragon Soul? Yes, it basically covers, it covers, like, the last, sorry, I leaned back for a second. The Literally, the last paragraph is uh, the end of Dragon Soul. Um, and, um. Is the very end of the Dragon Soul. And, spoiler? Because uh, I do, I do think this is amazing, but it's kind of not a spoiler, but it kind of is. Um, Madan, the thing we were all so fucking concerned about. 
they retconned him in the best way possible. <laughs> um, uh, just tell it, just tell it, yeah. Uh, no, let him. Uh, well, I figure. How did you find out about it personally? Uh, Blizzard Watch. Okay, so Blizzard Watch has already told people. So, uh, little fun fact: if you don't know about Madan, Madan is the Shamapala Mage Rogadin. Uh, he's the um, offspring of Garona and Medivh. Uh, in one of the uh, previous storylines associated with WoW, uh, he is one quarter Draenei, one quarter orc, and half human. And yep. all guardian, baby. All guardian. <laughs> uh, and, and in the comic storyline and in some other, I think it was a Knack novel, uh, yep. he kind of becomes the next guardian in training. Um, and then fucks off because he was a dumb character because he was such a Mary Sue uh or Gary Stu I should say. And he was the Superman of the WoW universe. Yeah, he literally communed with the elements, could call down the light and um like do fucking everything. Yep. Uh and so in the in Chronicle Volume three, if you go to your index, which they have a very lovely index in all three volumes of Chronicle uh, and you go to the index for M, you look and find Madan. He is on page 404. Which I don't think exists. <laughs> it doesn't. It only goes up to like 220, I think it is. It's literally sitting in, what? It's literally sitting in front of me. Um, it only goes up to page 220, exactly. So Madan is on page 404, um, and there's no, mention, there's no mention of him throughout Chronicle. So, At all. Yay! Which is, the Chronicle would be the, we did it, read it. Uh, Chronicle <laughs> would be the book in which he would be mentioned. Yes, that uh, would be the important one because that's the yes. actual lore of World of Warcraft. Yep. So it doesn't mean that he doesn't completely exist, but it does very heavily imply that he has been retconned out at this point. Which again, we did it, read it, <laughs> we did it. Uh, okay, so I heard there's a little bit of alpha news going on right yes, now. Um, the Stormsong Valley, which is an alliance zone, is open for testing now. So if you have alpha access and you plan on playing alliance or just want to try it and test the content and make sure you report fucking bugs, don't be one of those testers, uh, it is available for testing. So just jump in and it's just a new character. Uh, use the same way you did in Legion. Click on the map and pick which zone you want to play. Um... Blizzard is going to PAX East for World of Warcraft. Uh, it is hosted annually Ooh, in Boston. Yay. PAX East is a celebration of gaming culture and community. It'll happen at the Boston Convention and Exhibition Center, and they will be at booth number 18019. Uh, it'll be April 5th to April 8th, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And... We have a friend going. Uh, the lovely Arlie, friend of the show, will be there, and she will be interviewing Heroes, Hearthstone, and Warcraft devs at PAX East. So, if you have any questions for the lovely Arlie, please send them our way, and we'll pass them to her. Yep. Um, just real quick, it's it's always amuses me that it, it's PAX now, and it's 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 PAX now. But I remember when it was still Penny Arcade Expo. Yeah. <laughs> Way long time ago. It was Penny Arcade Expo, and it's now just PAX. It is this huge, huge thing, and it's just always amusing to remember when that first started off. <laughs> well, it's like BlizzCon. It was a tiny little thing, and now look at it. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it, it's good on Mike and Jerry from Penny Arcade. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. I think it's Mike and Jerry, right? I, I think, think it's Mike is. and Jerry, yeah. right? 
Yeah, it's Mike and Jerry from Penny Arcade uh, just being these amazing ambassadors to the overall nerd community. We love you. Uh, I think that's about it uh, for that portion for the World of Warcraft. Is that correct? Yes, that's, that's about right. Uh, Diablo 3 can fuck off because I still have it uninstalled. Uh, I didn't even, I did not even install it to get the Battlecruiser pet, okay? Oh, honey. I'm considering it, but it's still uninstalled at this point. Um, for Hearthstone, we have the reveal season for the Witchwood, which is the upcoming expansion. It should be released sometime within the next three weeks. Um, it is live, so, and it, from what we've seen so far of the cards, there seems to be a conscious step back in terms of power creep, which is a great thing. Um, the last, uh, year of the mammoth had a very high power creep, uh, cards got very strong very quickly. And we seem to be seeing a little bit of a, a step back in terms of that power creep. We're only gonna really know, uh, how effective this power creep, which would, yes, the which would. The which would, yes. The which would. W-I-T-C-H-W-O-O-D. Fucking read a book one day. Um, <laughs> so we seem to be seeing a very uh, a very conscious step back in terms of power uh, for the Witchwood cards. So, but that will only really be revealed once uh, the um, Year of the Mammoth cards completely rotate. Which yeah. um, when so, is that? Uh, that will be next year. Next year, cool. Um, so you get the most recent two years worth of cards in the standard season. So, uh, this standard season will include, um, fuck, uh, the three expansions this year plus the three expansions we received last year. Okay. Uh, on Goro. Goro onwards. I think so. Yeah. Mean Streets will be rotating with, uh, this expansion. So. Kind of glad about that. With, uh, with this season. Yeah. Mean Streets. <laughs> so, Jade, the Jade, uh, and, uh, the Rosaka uh, styling, um, which was already nerfed with uh with the Raza nerf earlier in uh before the season started so uh really really entertaining really interesting to see um there's a the pre-order deal is massive this time it is uh you buy 50 packs for the normal price of 49.99 and you get 20 packs for free on top of it so cool. uh, it's a total of 70 packs for the price of 50 so buy cards if you like Hearthstone yeah i really need to do that i keep forgetting to yeah. do that um, Heroes of the Storm. Uh, yes, F- uh, Phoenix is live. Uh, so if you want to test him out, he's already been nerfed because he was kind of OP. Um, but he is live. Um, with the patch, we also got a change to uh, Varian, where his ultimate was moved to level four. And I, oh, like his entire alt tree. His entire his alt tree was tent. moved to level four. Cool. What replaced his alt tree then? Uh, the level four talents got moved up to uh, level ten. Okay. Did they increase the power of them? They changed the power and they've changed the scaling of his ultimates, so it'll scale better. He'll scale better over the game rather than just being useless to level ten. Um, mm-hmm. and his uh, his his level four talents, which are now level ten, have been scaled appropriately as well. So everything has been okay. scaled appropriately. Um, and he now has a better curve rather than just being useless. And then ten, oh, he's great. <laughs> um, it's like, oh, hey, get good luck. Farming High King's Quest when you can't do anything. Yep. Uh, and uh, Tracer also got a nerf uh, because everyone else got a nerf, Good. which kind of made her overpowered. So now they've brought her down as well. <laughs> Good. Um, which makes me sad because I'm a Tracer main and she's so fun. Fucking Brit bongs. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, and the um, 
Celestial Ursa Mount is available uh, in the game now for uh, dollars. I don't know how much, but it is available for purchase. Um, you just gotta buy gems. You gotta it, buy gems. It's, and... it's like the Raptor. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. So whenever you whenever you make a real money purchase in the hero store, first you one. get this. Yeah. They've rotated the Raptor out. Okay. So there you go. If you whenever you buy gems, you get that mount for free. Go for it. Kevin, Overwatch. The uprising is coming. April tenth. Uprising was so fun. Are they adding new heroes this they year? Are, uh, I know they're doing a twist. It's a different mission. Okay. So it's more lore. And I'm okay. really excited because I love Overwatch lore and I'm really excited for more stuff. I don't know what heroes are going to be moved into it. And I hope they're giving us some new skins and stuff because those Uprising skins were beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I only got, I think I got like Torbjorn and that was I got it. the Torbjorn one and I think oh, no. I got the Mercy one. I got Torbjorn, I wanted Mercy. I got Torbjorn and uh, Tracer. Well, they will be, those original skins will be back with the Uprising event, so... Uh, well, if that's you good. haven't got them, this is your chance to grab them. It's back April 10th. There's also going to be a new patch coming up that has May and Reaper buffs while Zenyatta and D.Va get nerfs. L-O-L. L-O-L. Okay. May doesn't need a buff. <laughs> May is darkness. Yes, yeah, she is. Incarnate. May is even more of an edgelord than Reaper. I is, still so. cannot watch her cinematic without crying. It is so sad. <laughs> He's an edgelord. She can't have it. Uh, StarCraft. In StarCraft 2, if you do not already own him and you actually own StarCraft and you enjoy playing StarCraft 2, um, go ahead and log in or even just check your brow, check your, um, launcher. Uh, launcher. your launcher. Uh, check your gifts section. You received Phoenix, the co op commander for Phoenix, for free. <clears throat> yep. Uh which is not really Phoenix, but it's whatever. Um Well it's Phoenix now. It's Phoenix now, but <laughs> it, it it was Talandar. Well it's Talandar, it's Phoenix. It's not really Talon Phoenix, it's Talandar. Uh spoilers for the story from like two years ago, guys. Um Woo. yeah. Uh, if you already owned the Phoenix Co-op Commander, you are receiving a 30-day StarCraft II stim pack, which is a uh, XP stim pack. So, uh, if you're still trying to level any hero cha- uh, hero Co-op Commanders up to 15 and farm some mastery like I am, uh, it is now the time to do it if you already owned Phoenix. So, uh, good luck, uh, Godspeed, and uh, dear lord, take your second base. <laughs> All right. Uh, Destiny 2 news, we had a new patch that dropped on the 27th. It increased player speed, um, and it also made a bunch of sandbox changes to the game. I got into the game and played like a half an hour, and, you know, it feels cool. Like, the extra speed helps a little bit, but it's not too noticeable. Um, I think the most changes that you'll see in it are kind of some gun balancing that they did, hand cannons and uh, sidearms got um got some buffs but you're not really going to notice it on pc because a lot of it was like the auto aiming system that happens on consoles which we don't get on pc so uh definitely check it out it looks interesting i'm I'm interested to play through some of the guns that i used to like and see if they're any better or worse so i yeah I've been reading a lot of articles like Forbes, Business Insider, Game and uh, like Kotaku, all that bullshit. Um, and they're all basically, basically their entire 
the entire statement they have is it's good, but it's kind of too little too late. And there's still a lot of problems. Yeah. So, um, Mm. I still state that destiny two is my biggest gaming regret of 2017. Yeah. I've, I've kind of come to the conclusion that it's a dead game for me. And, um, yeah, it's sad. Uh, I jump in every now and then to kill things. Yeah. Uh, Blizzard, we still have not gotten an official announcement on BlizzCon, so get your shit together, guys. Mm-hmm. I need to book time off from work. I need to know what dates. <laughs> yeah, some people are traveling from Europe. Come on, Blizzard. I need to know these things. Well, he needs to know them because he's got to have to try to, like, get around for any of the fucking sales. Because remember, there's multiple waves of sales, so he might try to get on both waves of sales just to see if he can get them. Um, I don't really care since I'm buying a house. I don't have money to go to BlizzCon this year. So, yeah. Next that's year, Gavril. Next year. I just keep saying it. I just keep saying it. Next year. It'll be next year. It'll be next once year. You, don't worry. Once you buy, once you actually sort the house stuff out, then, you know, there's a chance. Then I have, there's a chance. There's, there's a statistically significant chance once I get the house sorted. Yes. Um, uh, so I think it covers just about everything in the news. We've taken a million fucking years. Um, yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> we have been getting, uh, some good feedback from some of our listeners, which we do appreciate. Uh, we appreciate all of the new listeners. Um, if you pop on into our discord channel, which there will be convenient permalinks, uh, in here, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Bless you. Uh, I actually muted myself just so I didn't like blow out my mic. So, um, <laughs> um, so we appreciate all of that. And if you pop into discord, we'd be happy to give you a shout out on the show or give anything a shout out that you might want us to shout out to. Um, if you do streaming or you do anything, we would love to help promote you. Um, so we've been getting a lot of feedback from people like Ali and LB and even even Stone. Yes, even you, Stone. You've given some form of feedback at this point. Um, and uh, the wonderful R. Lee. Also, we have received a lot of feedback. So we just kind of wanted to talk about some of the feedback we've received and just sort of like stuff that's kind of generally going on right now in World of Warcraft. So, uh, Chris, did you want to start with anything? Um, but we can look at the, the, um, email that Ali sent us. Okay. And can I go over some bits and bobs on that? And the main thing she was going on about is, um, alt friendliness and Legion and that, and her opinion, Warlords wasn't a horrible expansion. Uh, Warlords wasn't. Okay. So I'm going to tell you this right now. And I've been saying this since goddamn Warlords ended is that, in three or four or five years, people are going to look back at Warlords and be like, yeah, it wasn't really all that bad. Mm-hmm. Warlords was actually pretty good. And it's then the hipsters will be like, yeah, yeah, Warlords was the best expansion, man. It was just completely underrated. <laughs> it's the same fucking thing with Cataclysm. People no, I still hate said Cataclysm. the fucking <laughs> sky was falling when Cataclysm came out. I still hate Cataclysm. They, but Cataclysm did have its good moments, and it was not a terrible expansion. Oh, no, Cata- it was a weak expansion. Yeah. Cata had but- its moments because it was a needed expansion. They needed to revise the world. They needed to make it more current to the point where leveling wasn't a nightmare. 
and regardless of what you did, people were people were going to be upset with you. Yes, if you did an expansion like that. Cataclysm so had to happen. It had to be an expansion that ha- that happened, whether we like it or not. And I think Warlords has to be that expansion that updated the systems and changed how expectations are developed uh, within the system. And LB, shut up. Nobody cares about heroics and Cataclysm. I miss them too. Don't oh, worry. Oh, I miss them so much. And <laughs> Cataclysm also changed some of the old zones, right? Added some... Like, oh, it changed well, the entire world. world. And- One is actually was redesigned from the ground up. Right. Yeah, that's exactly what he was saying, was that uh, it revitalized the world. It, that's why Cataclysm, although it was a, a flop in regards to subscriptions and in-game content, 1 to 60 had to happen. It was a must. It was, it was the thing that... Considering how many zones you had to go through back in vanilla to yeah. level efficiently. Yeah. Um, for as much as I don't like Cataclysm as an, as an in-game expansion, it was... One of the best, if not the best, expansion for revitalizing the game. Hmm. Alright, so fuck you. Dragon Soul was good. I liked Dragon Soul. I liked Soul. Dragon Soul to an extent. Firelands was good. Uh, Even though Firelands was just kind of like a merry-go-round of hitting bosses. Firelands was okay. <laughs> um, I didn't like Bastion of Twilight, and I didn't like the other one. I liked I Black, the, uh, I liked Black Blackwing Descent. Blackwing Descent. I liked Blackwing Descent. I did like that one because it was nice to see Anexia and Nalfarian again. I did like that. Even thing. though Anexia was total zombie mode, zombie Anexia was the best part. <laughs> Maybe. Which, by the way, they don't really explain that. Well, no. actually, I yeah, haven't gone do. into. I haven't gone in. Well, no, in Chronicle, but I haven't gotten all the way through to that point. Oh, so right, we'll yeah. have to see how what they. We'll have to see if they explain that with Neff being alive after they just said they can. He was canonically killed by the Horde. Yep. Yeah, so we'll have to see how that how that goes. Um, so she mentions things like you know the cinematic cinematics being good. Um, cinematics and Mortals mm-hmm. were great. Yeah, it was it was them really stepping up the and utilizing those new tools that they developed within Mists yep. uh, for the Makanima. Mm-hmm. The I, I the my favorite one will and it is still to this day my favorite cinematic from World of Warcraft is the one and uh, Tal. Talador? The one on the boat in Shatrath? Huh? The one on the boat in Shatrath. Oh, where, yeah, um, that's a. Uh, where Talador we live, Vindicator Murad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is such a good cinematic. Chest. It pulls at the heartstrings. Uh, it, that cinematic just pissed me off because that meant Murad still had divine intervention and I didn't. <laughs> I know, right? That's like, what? <laughs> it's like, what? Fuck you, bro. Fuck I you, fucking bro. love divine intervention. Can you give me fucking divine intervention back? That'd be fa- fucking fantastic. I'm a Drain Eye Paladin. I'd love to have divine intervention back. Thank you. Another point that she made was that the garrisons were probably... Uh, the closest thing that we're ever going to get to player housing. And yeah, pretty she's much, probably yeah. right pretty about much, that because people shit on it so much now. Well, no. People, Problem no, was people didn't shit on player itself. housing. People shit on the garrison. They are two different things. Right. The garrison itself, like the physical structure of the garrison, while they under-delivered on what they said we were going to be able to do with the garrisons, like in terms of physicality, Visually the garrison didn't. itself was not a bad thing. No, the grindiness of the table missions and 
having to grind for upgrading your garrison and having professions in your garrison yeah gathering professions that's the problem i think professions in the garrison and she did say that that was useful for leveling up and i agree with her because it allowed you to level from one from like useful but here's the thing it It also gutted the economy gutted the economy it gutted the necessary the need for crafting profession uh, for gathering professions it made them absolutely pointless. You, I, and I didn't have mining, an and I didn't have herbalism, but I had enough herbs and mine and mining nodes to actually craft stuff without needing those gathering professions and without having to buy anything from the auction house. It made mm. those professions pointless. I dropped them because I didn't need them anymore. Mm-hmm. And that You're sh- better it off just never becoming be an that. alchemist. That never be the case. You you could actually drop everything in in favor of being like an engineer and an alchemist yep. in Warlords and make some bank that way. But you shouldn't ever have to go, well, my fucking gathering professions are pointless. I the, the things that I've been doing for ten years are pointless, so I should probably just go ahead and drop these. Fuck this. Yep. And that should never be the case. Yep. Yeah. So that I mean, was I, a bad thing. I didn't drop my mining profession. Still enjoyed it. I don't know. Yeah, but the point is, you Man. didn't need it. It became irrelevant. Hmm. Yeah. Um, she, so, yeah. Yeah, she also the, says that Garrus- Warlords was alt-friendly. <clears throat> Except for having to build up your garrison, yeah. Warlords was, was alt-friendly because there was nothing to do at level cap. <laughs> yeah, there is the that too. That's why it was alt-friendly. <laughs> The only thing, the only thing you had to do was LFR and five mans. That was it. Hmm. Why it was all friendly? Barely did, barely did five mans. Anyways, you did five mans for like your requirements, your like table quest requirements. Your requirement for table quests and LFR. That was it. That's all you did five mans for. But that's why it was all friendly because there was nothing to actually do at level cap. Hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. I didn't really play that long at level cap. Is the thing though, so. All I have is my impressions from the very beginning of the expansion. By like maybe six, by, by by like maybe six months in, I had everything geared and capped, and I had twenty two characters. Wow, that's you may want to speak to a professional. About that. <laughs> but that's my point. The, because there was nothing to do at end game, all I did was level characters at expansion. Well, uh, but I, I mean, would 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 you look at it like that? I mean. You had a 22 capped and geared characters. Correct? Yeah. <sighs> that kind of places you sort of firmly within that hardcore casual sort of playstyle, correct? I would say semi hardcore, yeah. Like the hardcore casual. Yeah. So it's right you're that you're that altaholic kind of thing. Isn't that just another form of in-game though? It's not the end game I wanted to do. <laughs> I wanted but it's still a form of endgame, isn't it? <laughs> I wanted raids oh, I and story. <laughs> I know. But, I mean, you didn't get them, unfortunately. <coughs> I mean, she's... I mean, ba- Warlords is the only expansion I've ever unsubbed for a long period of time. I unsubbed for seven months in Warlords of Draenor. Other than that, I've had a f- constant uh, subscription. LOL, you missed the statue. I missed the statue, but I don't care. I don't. I really don't care. It was not worth justifying seven months of subscription for a game I wasn't playing. I didn't want to play. Yeah. I mean, I think. Yeah. I think the point that she, you know, is bringing up. She's saying that you know, in Legion, we also have a content drought, 
and you know there was a content drought at the end of yeah, at warlords the end I mean, of the expansion there's a content drought at the end of legion there is there was there was a content drought within five months of warlords of draenor I, we're not saying that Warlords was a bad expansion. Well, I am. We're going to reiterate that. <laughs> I'm going to reiterate that it didn't... F- I, of course, I only played like four months of it in total, so uh, it didn't feel like a terrible expansion, but I did run out of shit to do really fast in the beginning. How many Like I was. How actually many months was stuff. it actually active for? Uh, Warlords, Warlords was... I Well, it was the longest break uh, between expansions. Uh... As you guys type away and look years. that up, I mean, the point that Gavril probably paid, played 50% or less of the total expansion and called it a day is probably telling. Oh, yeah, I played like a quarter of the total expansion. Yeah, I had people uh, the playing release four date months for playing. November 13th, 2014, and then the next one was Legion. Which was 2016. Yeah, it's got to be two years. Yeah. And it's August 2016. August 30th, 2016 for Legion. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, yeah. I think there's a, there's something to be said about what is available at Endgame, what makes you feel like there's stuff to do, and, you know, we're not always going to be able to get a new raid, a new raid, a new raid. So, you know, is the, infer- is the stuff that they've added in the end of um, Legion, like allied races and revamping the leveling system are those things good enough to be considered quote endgame like I've is leveling in all endgame and a high mountain torn uh since they um, launched and it's been really fun i'm playing super casual so i mean legion has kept my attention far longer than mists or warlords did but on the bias i mean it's been much more entertaining. So, I mean, yes, it's got a better end game. It's got a better engagement for me at the end of the expansion. Now, don't get me wrong. We are uh, now coming up to that point where we're, we're, we're already in that point where we're at the content drought. Huh? But it's less, it's less grindy and crappy severe. and severe than previous ones. We're already I wouldn't say grindy or crappy. It's still pretty fucking grindy. Oh, no, it's still pretty grindy. It's still pretty fucking grindy, but less so than previous expansions, purely because we've already got alpha running. We've already got alpha. We've got the next expansion on the horizon. We've got new new information coming out on a daily basis for Battle for Azeroth. I think so. It's less of a, oh, God, I I, I just want to kill myself and more of a, right, okay. We're, we're we're at the end of that tunnel. We're almost there. We're almost there. Just just hold on. <laughs> well, the, the interesting thing to me is that they're not just continuing to like create new things at the end of the release to further and further and further your character and make things harder and harder and harder. But they've kind of expanded the lesser levels, and you know you can do leveling in any zone. You know from like you know in most cases level twenty to sixty. Um, you can create new characters and there's new types of alts that you can create with the allied races. So I like that they're kind of expanding the base of wow, instead of just trying to add more stuff on the top of the pyramid. If that makes sense, there is still Legion content coming. We still haven't retired our artifacts. We still haven't uh, actually done any of that chain that has been very clearly said is coming. We haven't been under completely, you know, in Silithus. We haven't completely yep. completed the Silithus line. There are so. there is still Legion content coming. 
Um, it's just when. It's just there's no raid content. There's no coming. content. Co- there's no raid content right. coming. Yeah, there's story and open world content that's still coming, but. Yeah, and so I mean, yes, if you are nothing but a hardcore raider, yeah, this is a shitty this time. This is to a exist. shitty time to exist. Yeah, like if that's all you do is raid, this is a really shitty time to exist. But at the same time, if you all you do, do exist to do is raid, you probably have a really good Mythic Plus group that you can keep pushing with right now. Yeah, and guess what? Mythic Plus tournament. Hmm. So I mean, there are people in yeah. our guild that is pushing Mythic Mythic Twenty One, trying to get further and further. Yeah, and that's that's a form of endgame that I think people aren't kind of giving credit to, but they've they've created systems in the game to allow you to continue to challenge yourself and push forward. Well, I have nothing but good things if, to say if, about the Mythic Plus system. If you like raiding and you don't like five mans, though, it's a terrible system. If you can't stand five mans, oh yeah, yeah, but you like raiding. It, it's you know you're fucked you know if that's all you do literally all you do you're probably pretty used to just taking time off after a raid tier though yeah at this point oh, no, if that's all you yeah. do this yeah, this is so. this is the problem with theme park mmos you're gonna please some people you're not gonna please everyone pvpers hmm? no, are you, you, they're never you can please <laughs> some of the people you can please some of the people all the time or you can please none of the people all the time mm-hmm um, so, and that's, it's definitely what they do that they're doing with this end game. You know, they gave a decent, they gave a very decent, uh, final tier of rating. Um, and they're kind of just focusing on the mid to low grade, uh, what, 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 what the Raiders would call the mid to low grade players. Like the people that just play casually or the people that, uh, just do mythics, mythic pluses or, or even stuff just like that. story. They're focusing on those people. Yeah. Or the altaholics, or the PVPers, or whatever, you know. But the raiders, they've they've had their content. This so this is a uh-huh. bad time to be a raider, but yeah. it's a good time to be everything else. <laughs> I mean, because you still have plenty. The other thing to, to think about is like if you're getting through your raid tier in like a day or a week or whatever, it's like, well, maybe you don't need to be playing 16 hours a day, or you know, maybe you can. <laughs> that's that's the world first. Yeah. That's the yeah. world and server first groups. That that is what they do. Yeah, so that's what they do. They they are going to play, you know, eight hours a day. They are gonna play this like a job. Because mm. it is their job. Mm. Well, no, some of them remember, it is. most most hard some of them, yes. Like we're not talking like SCO or anything like that. We're talking about some of the rest of the members of, say, the Method Raid team or something like that, where, you know, they do have a day job, but they have a day job in such a way that they're able to take off a week and a half, you know, after a raid tier comes out, and they can just go raid for a week and a half doing nothing else but raiding, and then yep. they go back to work. Yep. Like, they, they finish the tier, they're done with the tier, they leave. Yep. Hmm. I mean, it, I think it's difficult to say that, oh, well, there's just a content drought when there are systems baked into the game like mythic plus or creating new alt characters that but, they've added that help to fill that time. But, but you need to remember that there is a content drive for people who are just raiders. So for mm-hmm. them, yes, there is a significant content drive. They're all they're every end of every expansion, end of every tier, there will always be that content drive for them. And that's fine because yeah. that's their play style. And that, that's the play style. And I mean, even for the, the Mythic Plus group, there's there's gotta be some burnout going oh, on. Oh yeah, there because, is. I mean you can only you can only do the same dungeon so many times before you just go like I I don't care about I mean, getting plus twenty five on this fuck this. Don't get me wrong, it is great that we have this many dungeons this expansion. It's the first time in a very long time we've actually had a good mm-hmm. amount of dungeons at the end of an expansion, and those dungeons are still relevant. The first time 
ever, those dungeons are still relevant. Mm-hmm. But in fact, I would say too relevant. Too relevant. You know, I would agree with that. Too relevant to the point where you can just if you, if you want to be a Mythic Plus five man in gamer, you can. You don't have to raid. You can just do Mythic Pluses until you, your face turns blue and you're happy. And you could also, unfortunately, you could also be raid ready at that point. You could be well beyond raid ready at that yep. point. Oh yeah, if you've been doing you nothing get but Mythic Pluses, sixties. If you face. do a fifteen every week, if you do a fifteen every week, you get nine sixty out of your box. I mean, I would even say you should be doing Mythic Pluses while you raid so that you can get some of those other gear slots that just don't drop well, all the time. Yeah, but what we're saying is, yeah, is that right now it might, be, it might be too relevant to be a Mythic Plus, to do Mythic Plus. Like, Mythic Pluses right now are maybe just a shade too good. The rewards that come out of them are maybe just a shade too good. But the problem is if you do nerf them, then the relevance does disappear again. It does go back to the well. Yeah. I don't need to do this anymore. Yeah, and that's it's, it's kind of a very. I tight do rope like the idea that there's like, multiple progression paths at end game. I mean, Mythic Plus. I do too. Is a great system for that, but I do agree that yeah. maybe the rewards are a bit too much because you can get Mythic quality gear out of them. Mythic raiding. I, quality I gear. like that. I you know you if you're doing but a raid, it, maybe you get yeah. ten chances for gear over the course of a week. I mean, this can help to augment that. And but at the same time, like, doesn't that kind of negate sort of the, the the purpose of raiding, which has always been, you know, organized groups, larger organized groups will have a will have better gear than smaller. I, I don't see why that needs to be for a thing. The only just, that's always that's been always the justification for yeah. it. That, that's the whole purpose of raiding is that you get better gear than everybody else because you are doing this large organized this thing in this large organized environment. That's the whole purpose of raiding. Like, why would I go raid if I wasn't but getting some sort of you, commensurate reward? I mean, for you it? are. You're getting can you're getting ten or eleven chances at eye level nine forty five uh-huh. each week on heroic every single uh-huh. week. On Mythic Plus, then you get like why does one somebody piece who does a week like if you no, do a why does somebody No, because you can do somebody, Mythic Plus at eight you can do Mythic Plus constantly. All you have to do is drop the key down to F15, and you can you still get a lot of gear from that. And it has a oh. chance to Titanforge and Warforge into stuff that's better than Mythic. True. I mean, if you're running like, why multiple would, 15 why would I a week. Raid? Which yeah, why would I are. raid? Yeah, why would I raid if all I have to do... Why would I get 10 to 25 assholes together and have to deal with all their bullshit and all the raid mechanics and all the fucking, all that other crap, when I can just get four buddies, and we can go do these dungeons that take 20 minutes to do. And don't get me wrong. And we can do if, if all you want is of them eye at the same level, time the raid if all you want is eye level, go for it. That's the whole point of raiding, though. No. That is literally the point of no. raiding is it to is. get better gear. It is the point of raiding, to get better gear. It, it, that is literally the point of raiding. There is nobody, like, there's nobody who legitimately just says, "Oh, I just raid for the story." That's fine. You're not a competitive raider, then. It's, go do LFR. Have fun. It's You're, fine. Go do LFR. That's all you need to I do. I think there's a fundamentally different experience in raiding than dungeons, and that there is enjoyment. You know, yeah, it's good to get gear, but there's also enjoyment in you know getting a large group of people together and feeling like you accomplished something by killing a raid boss. That's different than going yes, through but, a Mythic Plus dungeon. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying, is that there, there's, there's a big difference in... Yes, LB, that is the, you know, the point of raiding. And LB's just mentioned that the point of raiding is to kill the last boss. 
that's the whole point of it is to get a big or to get an organized group together and to take on content that a smaller group would be unable to complete. Okay. All right. When you do that, you're going to get commensurately better rewards than you would get in that small group for the small group doing the small group content. Okay. Why would I raid if I got the exact same reward from the small group content as the arguably more difficult and more complex large group content. Which, with the removal of tier, is exactly what's going to be the case in battle. Mm-hmm. Because tier was Why the big def- defining difference between normal, uh, f- between five man mythics and raiding. You got a tier set that significantly improved your character, which you couldn't get in mythic pluses. Now that doesn't exist. So you are essentially getting the same kind of eight rewards, if not better from Mythic Pluses than you would from Heroic Raids. I mean, I think, well, I would look at it this way, Gavril, from what question you posed earlier is if you don't, if you think it's a mess and, you know, a pain in the ass to try to get people together and do a raid, then don't raid, do dungeons. I mean, like, but if I'm a raider, if that's what I do, mm-hmm. I may not like raiding, I may be, I may be like, ah, fucking raid night, god damn it. But at the same time, that's my ultimate goal is to, my, my whole purpose in playing is to raid. I, I want to raid. I may be like, god damn it, I have to get these assholes back in order again. That was how I approached a lot of my raids when I was raid leader was like, ah, damn it, it's fucking raid night again. Shit. All right. All right. Uh, who's at the stone? No one. No one. Mm No one's at the stone. No. I'm the only one at the yeah. stone. Oh, okay. Um, first person to get here. Uh, here's my cell phone number. Just text me when y'all are ready. When somebody gets to the stone, um, and then it's just like dick pics. <laughs> and it's just like, God damn it. And then um, 15 minutes later, there's still no one at the stone. There's still no one at the stone, and it's just like, hey guys, are we ready to raid? And it's nothing but like, oh, sorry, I'm out fishing, or hey, I'm doing my Apexus dailies, or hey, I forgot it was raid night, I'll be on in like 20 minutes, or hey, sorry, my mom said I had to eat dinner first before raid, or something. I think what they're trying to do is create more tiers of content where, yeah, you can do the raiding, or you can do the Mythic Plus dungeons, you can get similar rewards from both, you don't have to be one or the other. But his point but is that, that raiding to organize something where it's ten to twenty five people. In fact, I think I think normal and heroic can scale up to thirty now. Um, between ten and thirty people to try and organize those people to get there at that time on that day, being raid ready to do this content that is supposed to be difficult and end game. There is, is more, me- is mechanically more, more difficult. difficult than what it is to say, okay, uh, Josh, you can heal. Uh, Mandy, you can DPS. Brian, bring your hunter. I'll tank and we'll get, uh, some randomer on the LFG and we'll just go do some mythics. We'll just, we'll just go bang out like a mythic plus 12 or something real fast. It is, it is mechanically and just flat out more difficult to run a raid than it is to grab people to do a five man. But you're getting better rewards from a five man than you are from a mechanically more difficult system. Rewards cap at fifteen, correct? Rewards cap at fifteen at one at nine sixty. Yeah. yeah. So you have people that are nine twenty and nine thirty right now, easily 
And they've done that entirely through LF through um through LFR runs and through um Mythic Plus. Alright. It's like it, a fifteen's not that hard. Com- I mean comparably it's not that hard. I think over time no. you can definitely get as good or better gear from doing Mythic Plus than you can from doing a raid, but what I've found is that when I do a raid, I don't magically get, you know, 960 gear on all slots. I have to run some Mythic Plus to try to get some slots that I didn't get and from that's, raid. That's that's totally fine because that's supplementing, supplementing yeah. but what you're already doing. But you can but do you shouldn't Mythic be able to, do to nothing get a full raid set. That's the problem. Sure. You shouldn't be able yeah. Besides the tier, you shouldn't be able to just do nothing but Mythic Pluses and get a full you know, and in some cases, heroic or mythic level. Yeah, and in some gear. cases, being better mm. than geared than the raiders. True, but you know, it, you're also making it sound like doing a mythic plus, you know, a high mythic plus dungeon is trivial, which it's not, and does it require is. to do a fifteen is easy. 15, all you have to do is do a fifteen. It's not like you're going and doing pushing twenties and twenty fives. All you have to do is drop the keys. That's that's a pebcac issue then. Sure. That's it's, a good it's, it's all our problems. It's a pebcac <clears throat> issue. I mean, I think it takes a different skill set. I think it, you know, there's a different mentality. There's, you know. Oh, yeah, there's a very different I, set of skills involved in it. I'm not saying this is a, that, that it's the exact same skills. Much of the skills are the same, but there is a different set. And it's a different mindset with completely. Doing a five yeah. Bit. yeah. But I'm saying what my the thrust of what I'm saying is is that I shouldn't be able to having not played Legion seriously for like the last three or four months I should not be able to roll into the game right now get pull Chris and pull like some of the other people that I know that are like like you or Chris or some of the other people I know that are well geared I shouldn't be able to throw four other people besides myself together and in say like a week's time have a less than, it doesn't it doesn't work like that less than a week's time oh, it does i've done it with my alts he, that's what i'm saying is that i know chris has done this with his alts he's gotten 920 plus geared alts in like a week yeah my because sh- of mythic plus i runs. capped out my shaman uh and within three days it was 950 956 from just doing that's mythic what plus i'm saying dungeons. that's from just doing mythic plus dungeons and one run of heroic uh in a raid and I got one item that, from that raid. And that's what I'm saying. It's like this. That's actually what prompted this whole thing in my head was because I remember Chris saying, oh, yeah, I'm like 940 right now on my shaman. And I'm like, didn't you literally just level this shaman up a couple of days ago? And he's like, yeah. Hmm. So it's like, that's the problem is that I have a empirical piece of evidence right yeah, here. Chris, that Chris you is can an edge case. Chris is an edge race. case. How is that an edge case? I, I don't think people All are going to jump into the game plus. and just do Mythic Plus Dungeons like they candy. It doesn't work like that. All I, I did was do Mythic Plus with my guildies. I started off as Elemental, Luke Specker's Spe- Resto, and by the time I was at like eye level 900, I was healing 15s without a problem. Well, maybe it's just because we have Stone in our group and, and uh, <laughs> you know, he's saying that he's the reason why we struggle with 15s, but I don't think guilds you know, maybe it's just me, but like, I don't think every guild out there can just go run a fifteen like it's nothing. Oh, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, that no. but also, the, but at the same time, what I'm also saying is, is that I've got 
hundreds of thousands of gold. There's plenty of people that will run me through a mythic 15 for my, at least for my chest at the very minimum for some gold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. And, you know, say it takes me, say it takes me nine days, a week and a half to get to 940 eye level. From like 900, I think my paladin is like 906 right now. I think my prop paladin is 906 with an equivalent, relatively equivalent ret set. Like it's like 903 for ret. All right. I shouldn't be able to spend nine days. And this is not just like a right now issue. This is something that's been going on since they, since before the last, uh, eye level bump Mm -hmm. at the beginning of, uh, Antorus. All right. I shouldn't be able to spend nine days and have a heroic level gear set on me. Just only thing I'm missing is my tier. Hmm. I shouldn't be able to do that. I like because it blurs the lines between the organized rating and the smaller organized five man groups. It blurs the line between the two and it makes me wonder why would I bother rating? And we're not saying that Mythic Pluses shouldn't give compelling rewards. It should, because it get it it it, may, it justifies you more to play the content. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't be getting the same quality of gear as you are if you are doing Mythic Rating, because Mythic Rating is the hardest content you can do in this game. And if you are doing yeah. Mythic Plus content, which is easier to organize, um, like we said, it requires some of the same skill sets with with differences in mindset and time and stuff like that but you shouldn't be getting the same content as as the same reward level as the hardest content in the game i shouldn't be able to be as geared as sco okay just because you're a mythic five manner just because i do mythic five mans okay which with the and again with the removal of tier that is more and more becoming the case in battle for azeroth if if they continue the same exact system all right now yes admittedly yes at this is the end of the expansion yes that's totally it gets a little bit of a pass because it's the end of the expansion yep okay but this system was they upped it when mythic went live didn't they uh they upped to the eye level uh when mythic went live right updated it yeah, they consistently update the eye level drops weaken uh, as it progresses, and then it caps off um, like three or four weeks after Mythic launch. Yeah, so less than a month, let's say three weeks, less than a month after Mythic launches, I should not be able to be Mythic geared. There is a problem there. I mean, the the cap... For 15s is 9.45 right now. I mean, if you wanted to hopefully get something above that, you're, you know, time-gated to the weekly Mythic uh, cash. Time, Titanforge. Yeah, Titanforge. Titanforge. You, just Titanforge. Keep doing, you just keep doing 15s until something Titanforges. You, you are able to do that. Drop your key down to a 15 by resetting and then keep going. Okay, it's up to a 16. Drop it, reset it. Let's go again. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's up to it's up to a seventeen. I mean, Drop it twice. I, Let's go. I like the fact that I don't have to do a mythic raid and still feel as powerful as if I did. You know, 
No, now be Ellie. We're not saying 940 is mythic. We're not gear. saying 945. We're saying that that's, that's the, the base, base eye level that you receive. But it can Titanforge, yeah. no problem. That's and Titanforging is a significant problem. This expansion they've already covered. They've already said mm-hmm. it's not going to do it as much as it is. Right. So that shit Titanforge is all the goddamn, all the goddamn time. time. So yeah, I, I mean, maybe some options are. You know, one of the options would be get what get rid of the weekly cash. You know, I'm not saying get rid of it, but that's like, one option. The cash is fine. The cash is fine. <laughs> like the cash is totally okay because mm-hmm. that's one item a week, right? Maybe dial it back just a shade, just a little bit. But the cash is not the biggest. Well, the Titan deal. forging will be dialed it's, back in Battle yeah, they're dialing yes, back and that's something that th- that's something that they said they're addressing. I I I haven't been talking about like this as battle for Azeroth. I've been talking about the issues I'm seeing with Legion right now. Well, uh, what I'm trying to I'm trying to move us past that and into you know what could change or what could make it better in Battle for Azeroth. I think. Well, they've already they've they've already said that they have systems in place and they recognize some of the issues that they've seen with the Legion system because this was a new system. This is all just bitching about Legion, really. This is us just really I mean, complaining about Legion. At the you moment. know, couldn't couldn't they actually scale the rewards for Mythic Plus dungeons above fifteen so that if you did want to do a hierarchy, yeah, that, that's, that's an another option. option. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely an option. They could they could say, okay, instead of being a fifteen, it's you know like you have to hit like a seventeen or an eighteen or a twenty or whatever. Yeah, and that's an option. Just mm-hmm. move the goalposts on it. That's totally an option they can do. They could also just drop down the effective eye levels of the. Uh, of the regular rewards you receive. Mm-hmm. And LB, do you know how many Titan Forge pieces I am currently wearing? Yeah, I was going to say. That's literally the only reason I'm like 915 is because I'm wearing, like, most of my stuff is Titan Forge from Mythic Pluses. I've done so many Mythic Pluses, I'm literally just wearing a full Titan Forge set with my tier set. Yeah, it, it's, it's sorry, we're, we're having a conversation with LB also, who's in the channel listening to us uh, mm-hmm. as we record. Um, but yeah, no, and it's just, I, I feel like they could, they could dial back the effective eye levels or something like that. Um, at this, like at this point in the game, it's not, it's not, a it's problem less of a concern. That's point in the game. I mean, I but feel it's, something, it's less I of a concern something that's happened throughout each tier. I feel like the argument you're making is that only a mythic raider can have the best gear in the video game. Um, yes, yeah. that's really kind of the fucking point. It's like, that's the prestige. You're doing Mythic as a prestige thing. It is a EP thing. That's why, myth, that's why each difficulty has a different looking set. Because the Mythic one is the one that's got all the flair and all the big, uh, shiny stuff. Giant pauldrons yeah, and everything. Because it's the, it's the pinnacle of raiding. It's the high-end, tippy-top of the raiding community. What what's the, the gear level drop for a mythic raid? Uh, sixty. I want to say right. Like I think mythic base is nine forty, yeah. and I think Albie was just mentioning mythic base. Like the mythic right, dungeon fight man is a base of nine forty from nine sixty up. Twenty yes, high but levels. They, yes, but there's they also a commiserately the lower. Yeah, they have a commiserately lower number of items that will drop effectively over the course of a week. Versus the number of items that will drop within a mythic dungeon. Because you can run as many mythic dungeons as you fucking want. As long as you have plus 15 keys, it's not a big right. deal. Just drop them you down have a one. higher percentage and if chance. They, if you get all Titan Forge gear from mythic plus dungeons and you run 20 of those dungeons, whatever. Then the highest power that you'll get is 960. 
right? Yes, correct. That well, not not including not like including any legendaries, legendaries or anything you might weapon eye level, right. but yes. So that means that yeah. you're getting geared up Based to do a mythic. mythic. You're, you're or, no, no, yeah. you're getting geared up as a mythic raider. Yes, you're, because remember, yeah, as if a mythic raider had do zero mythic. forge. We're not saying yeah, that. Yeah, essentially, yes. But the thing, the thing, the reason. Okay, so you don't do mythics to do mythics. Like you don't do mythic raids to do mythic raids. You don't get do mythic raids to get gear to do mythic raids. You do heroics to get gear to do that. mythic raids. Okay, so it's just the nine sixties just just wanking. Okay, that's really all it is at that point. It's just like, oh hey, my level's so much higher than yours, asshole. My effective DPS is so much better. EP. It's, it's EP. That's literally all it is. And then, but the literally thing is, is. is that if you do Mythic Rage, you're still going to get better gear than just the person who bangs out 15s every week. Yes. Yes. But the thing is, at the same time, if you have poor luck, let's say you have terrible, like you, you're, you're the one lonely hunter in your raid, in your Mythic group, in your Mythic raid group, and you have zero luck. You get no tier. You get no Titan Forged male pieces. At the end of the day, that mythic five-man player who does nothing but mythic 15s constantly is going to have the same eye level of gear as you do if you got no Titan Forges and you got right. no uh and You're, you're no comparing tier. someone who has the best luck in the world that gets all the Titan Forges versus the person who has the worst luck in the world. They have a higher <laughs> percentage nothing. chance to about, get it because they are getting more effective Yeah, drops. it's not about luck. It's about the effectiveness of your chance to get it because you're doing more. You could you get one eight, eight. chance on Argus Hermetic every week to get something. Mm-hmm. You get... An unlimited amount of chance on any mythic plus dungeon number of weeks. What's the average? What's the average time it takes to clear a mythic plus on fifteen? Uh, mythic plus on fifteen, twenty five minutes maybe. 25 twenty five minutes. If and if you do that, you do it correctly. You get what two chests, two pieces, that's, that's, or that's, three pieces. That's for one chest. Yeah, that's one. Uh, yeah. Which you can anywhere between one to two pieces. Two and three an hour. One to two pieces. Two and three an hour. Yes. So you're getting two to three drops an hour. Two to three potential drops an hour. All right. You play for four hours a day, five days a week, which is not unheard of. All right. <laughs> say, say four hours a day. There's a lot of people that play four hours okay. a day. Chris is one of them. Hi. You're actually one of them too, Kevin, because I see you on for hours at a time when you're on WoW. Um, so you're getting let's 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 average it and say you know let's lowball it. All right, they're getting ten pieces a day, ten potential pieces a day. All right, fifty potential drops a week. When in a mythic raid, they are getting maybe ten chances for drops. Okay. All right, they have five times as many chances to get this item. And the. I, I... Yeah, you have 10 times the amount of chances to get something that maxes at 960. Mm-hmm. Whereas Which is the baseline for Mythic. The person who's doing Mythic has, you know, if they kill One 10 One chance bosses, a week to get something off, of, off a specific boss. Right. If they, yeah, if they're only killing one boss a week, but if they're killing 10 no, bosses a week... No, but if it's something specific off a specific boss, like a tier item, mm-hmm. you get one chance a week. Right. Those people can also do a Mythic Plus to get a chance a week to get something above 960. 
And that supplementing is perfectly fine. fine. I think think we've we've been Mm -hmm. over this. We've been over this. The supplementation is perfectly fine. Supplementing is a great thing. The person... So, I mean, I think what I hear your argument is, well, I can just do 15s and be, quote, mythic geared if I get nine eye level 960. But the person who's Mm -hmm. mythic geared has a chance to go above that and, you know, actually be better geared than 960. Yes. So, at the end of the day, you do get the best gear from doing mythics or mythic raids. And the person who just banged out I think out we're just going in we're just going to go in circles here. I, we're just going in circles. We're just literally going in circles this entire fucking time. Yep. Long story short, <laughs> I disagree with you Long Kevin. Long story short, I, you're fucking wrong. You're fucking wrong. <laughs> Long story short, that's my fucking opinion, bro. As is mine. You can't just bang 15s and be mythic geared. I mean, Maybe over time, if you get weeklies, weekly caches that go above 960. I did it in four days, Kevin. What's your eye level again? It was 954. 962. And what gear? 962 now? 962. Okay. So you would be like shit tier mythic raider going through. I'd be basic. I'd I'd be be a basic basic, bitch of mythic. Basic bitch of mythic (laughs) quality gear. Right. I have never set foot in a mythic raid, and I've only done two lockouts of uh, of an actual heroic raid. Rock. And the, what are some mythic level raiders geared at right now? They'd be about. Let me go take a look at seventy odd. I mean, they've got to be nine seventy, nine eighty. No, it wouldn't be nine eighty. I don't think it would Titanforge. It would time. It could Titanforge up that high actually. Yeah, nine seventy odd, nine eighty odd. Yeah, right. So they're. I mean, they're uh, still going to be better than you. Uh, no, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred and ten percent. But my our point is that we got to that, we got to that level without setting foot in a raid, without doing a mythic raid, without doing a, without doing mythic raids, without setting a foot in any kind of a raid. I did, I did. I mean, the majority of yeah. my gear came from mythic pluses. All right, Sko's Guardian Druid is nine seventy four. Hmm. I'm pretty certain that's Sko's, uh, yeah, that's Sko's mythic tank. Yeah, yeah. it is. I mean, at, at the end mythic. of the day, I think, yeah, you can do mythic raids. You can do high level mythic plus. Some people don't even like to go into a dungeon to ever do a dungeon, or if they're even forced to do a dungeon by doing a profession quest, as Alessandra mentioned in her email. So they are making different tiers of content for different players. And I like the fact that if I don't want to do a Mythic Raid, I can still continue to progress my eye level. And I've been able to do that using Mythic Plus Dungeons and the Heroic Raids. So I like that they're actually giving people that option without forcing them into do a certain type of content that everyone may not want to do. Yeah. I mean, that's how I'm looking at it. I'll give you that. I mean, I'm looking at progression on multiple levels. Yeah, if it, it, that's the thing is that I'm I'm okay with progression on multiple levels. I'm okay with that. There should be a very clear delineation. Yeah, which there yeah. currently isn't. I mean, I agree. They're they need. I think that they could do a better job at adjusting the eye levels so that the person who bangs the 15s every week, unless they're getting a weekly cash that's above it, is not hitting that same tier as someone who's doing mythics. I I agree with that. Yep. Okay, I, 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 I think I think we found a good happy place yeah, here. We found a good okay, happy I think we found a, I think we found a happy median here. All right, <clears throat> so we could probably go. Okay, 
Let's not throw ourselves further back into this because we have been talking for an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, <laughs> I think that's the topic. I think the all friendliness we should get back to at a later point in time. I think there that we can have a, lo- a broader discussion about that. But the um, the mythic plus versus the raids. I, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where that came from, but that's I like gonna the be free the topic, form. Though. Though. It was really good. It was a, we got a really <clears throat> good discussion out of it. Y'all. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, it's my final yeah, thoughts yeah. are different strokes for different folks. Giggity. Uh, just beat it. Something, something, something. Michael Jackson, Space Aids. <laughs> yeah. Giggity. <coughs> Any Chris? Anything? Giggity. All right. Uh, <laughs> fucking yeah! Don't do that. Real fast. You have thirty seconds. All right. So. My Kevin. don't do that is do not put the Feast of the Fishes directly on top of the Lavish Saramar Feast. Um, it's just it's just bad form, Stone. I mean... I will give... If you keep doing that to this man, <laughs> I will give you all my gold. I will I will start transferring gold your way. It's okay. Keep doing it. Uh, you will get so much <clears throat> gold. <laughs> Chris, don't do that. Um... Don't not put the lav- uh, the f- feast of the fishes on the lavish Suramar fe- feasts. Uh, and my don't do that is don't get space aids of the lungs. Um, and that's going to be our show for this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at AzerusCTC. Mr. Kevin over here is at SwingCat with AK. Mr. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. I, of course, am at Gavrol underscore ET. That's two I's, one L. Send us emails to feedback at AzerusCTC.com. Visit our website at www.AzerusCTC.com. Shoot us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts full of cursing, cursing men can be found. Say fuck off, boys. Fuck Bye. off, boys. Yes.